Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, the Crypto Guy, and today we're sitting down with eBeggar and free speech activist, Reptar. Can you just tell us a little bit more about yourselves before we really jump into the thick of things? Sure, yeah. So um, I'm a recent college graduate, uh, currently unemployed and loving it. Uh, Not really. Uh, I've been, uh, got in crypto, really into it around like March 2017, Uh, found crypto twitter a few months thereafter and then shortly after that is when the sort of uh reptile twitter persona began to um develop but generally i mean i don't know there's not a whole lot to say um i like crypto i'm a pretty opinionated person um spend a lot of time online that's that's pretty much all there is to it i feel that man um yeah, I mean that's pretty much how a lot of people are on Twitter. You're you're very opinionated and vocal about some of the some of your beliefs, which is why I think you've stuck out a little bit more. Um, but what I really want to talk about is this, you know, slew of bans that has happened. I think you've been banned like four times since I've been following you. Yeah, um, this is this is my like sixth or seventh account account total. There, I'm in. there we go. Yeah. So can you what what was this last ban about? Um, I actually, I wasn't told what the problem, um, with the last one was because it, it wasn't actually a permanent ban. It was one of those, like you're locked out. Um, we need your phone number type things. Um, but they wouldn't send me a text message. They had to call and give me the code, the like verification code. Um, so, but I was using a, I had used a Google voice number, um, to set up the account because obviously my real phone number has been used to set up too many Twitter accounts already um, and the call wouldn't go through. So actually, if you go and look at, at Resist Reptar, which was my last account, it's it's still there. It's just behind that uh, like restricted screen. Uh, so that account actually hasn't been permanently banned. Um, when, and when you get locked out like that, it doesn't tell you a specific tweet for what it was for. Um, I've been telling journalists to learn to code a lot and I don't know, it could have been one of a million things I've said. They didn't tell me specifically this most recent one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, so you don't know what this most recent one, uh, what about some of the other ones? What, what's gotten you banned in the past? Um, uh, learn to code has gotten me banned and, um, has gotten me suspended multiple times. Um, the word retard has gotten me banned a lot. Um, uh, the, uh, my, is it, do I have free reign to use whatever words? Yeah. I, want I mean, I, I might I have mean, to... within reason. I'm not going to use the power word. But, <laughs> I was um, hoping you wouldn't, but I mean, I could, no, I, no, 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 no. I could bleep I it some, out if you want to, if you want to let no, loose. I, ha- I have been, I've been banned. For, I haven't even actually been banned for that word, which is the funny thing. Um, I've been banned for saying faggot though, quite a bit or fag. Um, I've been banned for. Um, uh, one time I got banned, um, cause I was just, I was like, I was just like fucking around and being edgy. And I was like, oh, like, uh, suicide is dumb. Like 
Su- suicide is dumb. The like okay. people who do it are dumb. And then someone like respond and like someone like responded like you're an asshole. You don't understand. Blah blah blah. And so I like I was just and he was sort of mean spirited about it. So I just responded after arguing about why suicide is a bad thing for a whole thread. I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. Suicide is great. Why don't you kill yourself? And that's the tweet that Twitter decided to zero in on. So then I was banned for encouraging suicide there after calling go. suicide dumb for an entire thread. But man, I've been banned for everything. Like just general, like think I, I got banned a little while ago for, for the phrase dumb broad. I called, I called a female, a dumb broad. And I was, I got a seven day ban for it. Um, they'll ban you for anything. And I think it's sort of, I think it's like, I mean, this is my pure speculation, but it seems like once, um, once they've gotten you for something that is sort of generally agreed to be bad, like say saying faggot, then they're happy to get you for anything as anything as simple as saying, um, dumb broad. There we go. I was um, gonna say you're kind of on their radar after that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and, but it, it, I think it's it's becoming more and more of a problem, you know, because and it's a tough issue because obviously um, there's this thing where, well, you know, Twitter is a private company; they can allow on their platform who they want. Uh, but at the same time, if you look at the uh, the wording of the First Amendment, it says that. Everyone has the right to speak in the public square. Uh, and we, if we look at that in the context of the 21st century, Twitter really is the public square. You know what I mean? Like that's where, that's where the president is saying things. That's where every journalist in the world is saying things. Like that's where public discourse happens. Um, so I'm not necessarily saying that the response to this censorship should be the government nationalizing or seizing Twitter or whatever. Um, but I do think it's more complicated than ju- just... Uh, they're a private company, they can do what they want. And I think people are having trouble understanding that it's different because we're sort of, even though Twitter's been around for, you know, a decade now, we're sort of really, this is, we've never been somewhere like this before. You know what I mean? Where it is a private company, but at the same time, it's being um, used by everyone, you know, from your favorite local band all the way on up to the president. Um and that's the medium that's being used to exchange, uh, you know, uh, discourse. So it's sort of the modern, you know, town hall of today. So I do think there's a weird sort of ethical, political issue there that goes beyond just they should be able to ban anyone um, because they're a private company. Okay, that makes sense. But I mean, if you look at, say, the rules of Twitter, the kind of rule book that they've set up, um, some of the cases that you were banned for, um, it does strictly oh, violate. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'll be the first one to tell you that, but, and that's fine, but um, there's also a double standard there, right? Like, for example, uh, just recently, and you, it was a big deal, you can Google this, um, Louis Farrakhan, who is, you know, the Nation of Islam, they're like the black Islamic church, like what Malcolm X was involved in back in the day and all that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so Louis Farrakhan, their leader, um, recently tweeted, uh, I forget if he wrote it in a tweet or if he posted a video where he was saying it, but he called Jewish people termites. Um, and he wasn't banned, and, pe- and pe- journalists and stuff reached out to Twitter to ask about it, 
and Twitter said, nope, calling Jews termites doesn't violate our rules. Louis Farrakhan is not going to be banned. Um, meanwhile, and I mean, people get banned for people on sort of the, I hate to call it the right, but sort of the, that end of the spectrum, uh, get banned for a lot less than me. Well, people like Louis Farrakhan, who is sort of seen as, you know, heroes or revolutionaries in the sort of Silicon Valley liberal intellectual bubble are pretty much allowed to get away with whatever they want. And you can see it again with, I'm sure you saw this, it was all over Twitter, the Sarah Jong, that uh, woman who was appointed to the New York Times editorial board um, back in, was it last year? Uh, she's an Asian lady, and after she was announced that she was joining the editorial board for the New York Times, all these old tweets of hers came out talking about, like, wanting to see dead white babies and, like, just, like, awful, violent bad things about white people and she wasn't banned for that so all i'm really at like i'm fine if i'm not allowed to say whatever i'm not allowed to say on the platform fine i i i really i mean i'd like to be able to say whatever i want to say but if i'm not um i'd like a consistent set of rules you know what i mean um yeah, yeah that's what that was something i was going to mention is that it, it seems very very subjective see i kind of am white bread plain vanilla i don't say anything too crazy um, right. So I've never dealt with the ban. I, I got suspended once for being assumed to be a bot. I think they just like deleted a fuck ton of accounts. Yeah. Um, and I think my Twitter was kind of exhibiting some of those same um, characteristics. But I've never dealt with a straight out ban for violating the Twitter rules in my eyes. Um, but it seems very subjective in, in from yeah, what you well, said. And I was just I was having an argument earlier with somebody Um because I'm sure you've seen this new, this new hot crypto Twitter's favorite new thing, Tippin. You know, Tippin. Me. I the, wanted uh, to bring it up. Yeah. Wallet. Yeah. So, they, I pointed out earlier um, that on Twitter I had pointed out earlier because this happened to me. I mean, I only had like a few thousand satoshis in there, so I don't care. But the Tippin account connected to my old Twitter account. When I couldn't log into that Twitter account anymore, I couldn't access those funds. Um, and I pointed that out as an issue. A few other people sort of touched on it. Romano sort of talked about a similar issues with the wallet. Um, and this guy, I forget who it was, was like, oh, who cares? You know, how much money are you really going to have in there? What does it matter? Um, but you got to look at it long term. Like Jack Dorsey is talking about, you know, integrating Lightning payments into Twitter or whatever. Um, and hopefully we're going to see Lightning in a lot more places. But if right now the the biggest you know use case for lightning really i mean i i don't know that numerically that it's the biggest lightning app but it's sort of the one you see people talking about most right now like if access to that can be arbitrarily given or taken away by jack dorsey then why don't i just go back to my fucking bank you know um and i think and people say like oh like being paranoid blah 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 but like you can see the same thing and it actually connects to a non-crypto-related censorship issue because um, Tippin is all about monetizing your Twitter content, right? And if you look at other services for mon monetizing con content, uh, say like Patreon, for example, that a lot of YouTubers and podcasters use, um, people have been banned off there for um, being politically incorrect. And there are people who that's their entire income um, have been kicked off of there 
um, by, you know, the centralized Patreon um, corporation. And so if we're just and Bitcoin is meant to fix those issues, you know, it's meant to give us control of our money. Let us pay who we want to pay. Let us receive payment who we want to receive payment from. Um, and, and I'm not bashing the tip in team. Um, I don't I don't I don't necessarily think that this was um, an inbuilt function to, you know, I think they just probably thought it was convenient to connect it with the Twitter and then maybe didn't foresee this being an issue. But with it, with so, we've seen a history in the past of um, services that allow the monetization of content, Patreon being the biggest one, uh, being willing to ban and deny people access to funds. Um, so I think if, if, if we're really looking to integrate something like Tippin into the sort of ecosystem and more specifically the crypto Twitter ecosystem, I, I, I really think it needs to be uh, something that doesn't have such a striking uh, vulnerability. You know what I mean? Because then also, like if you, you can sort of, t you can take it further and you can say, well, let's say I'm really mad at somebody on Twitter uh, and they're popular on Twitter and I know that they get a lot of tips. I could go, I could be pissed off. I could go mass report all their tweets, you know, um, and, uh, and eventually they'd be probably be cut off from their funds. Um, and people might say, well, that's only if they've been saying bad things. But again, it's so arbitrary. Like what happens when you report a Twitter tweet, someone at Twitter looks it over and decides if it's okay or not. So if someone decides they don't like you, they think it's going to be funny if you lose your, your money whatever and they go through and report everything like there's a fair chance that some employee at twitter is going to take some issue with something you've said once before and and then you're fucked and again right now it doesn't seem like an issue because everyone's got you know three cents or whatever sitting on tipping so who cares and I, like i just said I, I mean i didn't particularly care when it happened to me but if it grows at the rate that i think everybody wants it to grow at um, then it's it, then it's going to end up being more than that in wallets, and it, it's going to become a problem. I think. Yeah, I mean, so you touched on a lot there, but I think the biggest thing. Yeah, you brought sorry, up, I kind no, of no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm cool with it. I know the listeners love it. Um, I think the biggest thing that you kind of touched on there was this fact that you know we are still using this centralized service that is Twitter, um, and so these apps that are integrated like Tippin, um, you know, they they kind of pose a problem that if your wallet can you can lose access to your wallet through twitter banning your account um I, that just really speaks to kind of the fact that these social media platforms um it's paid uh, patreon or patreon i don't really know how it's pronounced yeah whatever i i don't <laughs> i don't care um but services like that or twitter um that are that are more centralized in where you can see this ban um that i think that that just comes with using the service um, there have been pushes to create decentralized social media platforms, and I think they're in the very early stages. Um, but for now, this is a huge issue that we're dealing with. Um, and so another one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on was that you have dealt with all of these bans. You've dealt with losing your tip in account on your previous Twitter account. So do you have any tips for people who are kind of navigating this social media world um, I use Twitter a lot. I don't really fuck with Facebook or Instagram. Um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's a fucking lizard, and I, I yeah, I, I don't agree with the man. And any <laughs> I've been trying to get off Facebook, but I, 
I still use it occasionally to contact people, so I haven't been able to fully deactivate yet. There, there we go. But I don't, I'm trying I don't, to get fu- I don't fuck that. with people, so I don't need Facebook. Um, <laughs> but so, I mean, can you just like, I don't know if you saw any of this, but Pump got his account suspended for like a day. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. He, he, you know, he's huge. He's one of the, you know, biggest people who are pushing adoption in a sense. He's kind of a spokesperson for cryptocurrencies in general and especially Bitcoin. Um, and his account got suspended. And, you know, when you, you've got hundreds of thousands of followers and your account out of nowhere gets suspended, that mm-hmm. message that you're preaching is then lost in a sense. Um, luckily he got it back, but you know, so many people have dealt with this. Do you have any tips for anyone who's trying to navigate, you know, this social media world? Yeah, I do. Although I, first I just like to point out that, and this is just my, I'm just, I'm going to put my tinfoil crazy paranoid hat on for a Please, second. Please. It's why I brought you on. Um, but like, if you think about it, you look at Pomp getting banned and I'm not necessarily saying that, uh, this, that this was the case with Pomp, but he's a massive voice in the crypto space. Um, he has opinions that many may or may not disagree with. And that just generally Twitter is where most of, uh, where a lot of the crypto spaces discourse happens to occur. Um, and at the same time, we know that Jack Dorsey, the owner and CEO of Twitter, um, has a stake in Lightning Labs, which means he has a vested interest in the space. So if you think about it, there may there may be instances in which it, it suits him, particularly on crypto Twitter, to sort of pick and choose bands to uh, mold the narrative um, to be in favor of where his financial interests happen to lie. And again, I don't know. I don't know if that was the case with Pomp. I'm not saying that's what happened to Pomp. Um, but like, that's a possibility too. You know what I mean? Cause he's got, he, you know, he has a financial stake in the space and he controls the platform, uh, where all the conversation regarding the space is happening. But anyway, um, no, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think a lot of people underestimate these kind of people who pull the strings behind the scenes. Um, oh yeah, and we like, we could go you know quote unquote down the rabbit hole on all these different conspiracies, but yeah, I mean we can leave it at that. I I don't disagree with you on the fact that that you know Jack has this interest and he can mold the narrative. Um, but let's kind of get back on yeah, topic. but on the tips. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. The first thing I would say, and something I've learned, is like if you if you think someone is reporting you. Just block them. Like people act, people like to act like if you block someone, you lose. And sometimes that's the case. If you rage and block someone just because they like bounced at you or beat you in an argument, then yeah, maybe you're kind of a bitch. But like, first things first, if, if you know that someone is actively reporting you, block them so they can't see your tweets, so they can't report your tweets. And, and when they, you know, post a screenshot of the box screen, like, aha, guess I got them. Just ignore it. Fuck him. Keep tweeting what you or her. Keep tweeting uh, what you want to tweet. Um, and then also, I would say, uh, keep the spicy tweets like few and far between. You know, um, and always make sure there's a tongue-in-cheek element there. Like when I say the more controversial things, um, I always try to sort of make it so that at least anyone who 
has interacted has interacted with me or been following me for a long time and understands my humor uh, knows that I'm joking. You know what? Don't like don't give the people who already like you um, any reason to report you. And I'd also say uh, avoid interacting with journalists. Avoid pretty much avoid interacting with um, anyone with a blue check mark if you can't if you can. Um, and yeah, that'd be it. I mean, it's really hard to, it, 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 like, it's hard to give, you know, too many tips. Cause like at the end of the day, Twitter can do whatever they want, but those would be the big ones. Um, block people who, you know, are trying to get you banned. And if they make fun of you for blocking them, fuck them. Um, avoid blue check marks <laughs> and just sort of make sure that you're, you're clear in what you're saying. So no one gets um, unfairly upset and reports you definitely yeah that that one about blocking people you know there there seems to be this kind of dick swinging contest on twitter where if you can get someone to block you you win but um you know yeah well and you know there are instances like that where it is funny oh 100 percent. yeah yeah yeah. if you can get someone to rage and block sometimes blocks are warranted and then also this whole like um like i you know i've spoken to people who are bigger on crypto Twitter were of the opinion like, oh, don't block anyone or like then you're like censoring them from being able to talk to you. But like, no, like the whole the whole appeal of social media, especially when you're interacting with people you just know on the Internet and not in real life, is that you can you can choose who you interact with. You know what I mean? It's not like we're not, you know, on crypto Twitter, we're not all you know, in an elementary school class where we all have to get along. Like, I don't want to interact with somebody. I don't fucking have to. You know what I mean? And I can block them. I, and that's almost one of the best things about Twitter. I can kick, block and kick the crap I don't want in my feet out and have the stuff I do in. Um, I think, like, suffering through awful content that you don't like in your feed just for some sort of, like, moral, crypto Twitter moral high ground of not blocking people, I think it's dumb. And I think it's a waste of time. Like, you want to block someone, block them. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm huge on that. I, one thing I wanted to bring up was that, you know, a friend of mine. I don't know if you know him, Alex Libertas. He, he, he's got a website that he put together. I had him on the show. And I definitely know that. I definitely know that name. I'm drawing a blank. Sl- on crypto who it is Slo- right now. It used to be Crypto Slothy. Um, oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he, he was calling out. I don't know if you've seen that guy, Bitcoin Bull or Bull Bitcoin or some bullshit. Um, who's doing like giveaways on a daily basis saying, oh, giving away 10 Bitcoin, you know, retweet, follow, yada, yada, yada. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I immediately just blocked him. I was like, I don't want to see this shit. It's like not what I need in my feed. Whereas Alex kind of tried to take him on, you know, head first and called him out for being a scammer and telling him his giveaways were fake. And then he had an army of people who were all about his giveaway, quote unquote giveaways, report him, and then his account got banned. So, oh yeah, he's Damn. you know if he had maybe heard this, you know, just take the higher road and block the people who can get you into some trouble, um, to just do it, and then yeah, also- and actually that's a that's something I should mention. Like, be careful, and even if you're just interacting with CT people, like if you're even if you're friends with someone really who has a much bigger account than you, if they've got a lot of followers who like want to get their attention. And they don't realize that even if you're just fucking around with this person, they don't realize that you're fucking around with this person who they're, you know, standing for or whatever. They're going to try and 
report you. They're going to try and, you know, flame you in the thread to try and get this person's uh, attention. Like, perfect example, perfect example is many people will know um, I, me and Bully like to bounce at each other on Twitter, right? Um, crypto Bully. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah. to Bully. Um, and, you know, we say mean things to each other. And I, there's been, I don't think I've ever been, like, banned because of one, but there's been instances where I've just been, like, fucking around with Bully, who I'm on good terms with, who, you know, we talk, we talk in, in the pod and stuff all the time and, you know, whatever. He doesn't care. Um, but occasionally I'll get, like, you know, he, and he's got, like, I don't know, he's got a lot of followers, like, tens of thousands. Yeah, he's got, like, um, 80,000 or something like that. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, so like occasionally I'll just have, like, a, a bunch of people like coming and just like i just get loads of notifications of people like standing up for bully or trying to and it happens with it's not just bully bully was just the first one who came to mind um but so like and that's that can happen also when you know if you're legitimately criticizing someone with a lot of followers like your uh like uh alex was um it can happen too so generally be careful what you say to people with large amounts of followers even if you think it might fly with them they they probably have followers who you know aren't are, are gonna either not like it or pretend to not like it as an opportunity to um get clout or get you know likes or retweets or whatever uh from that larger account yeah yeah definitely um so i mean we, we went over a lot there um i really appreciate you kind of just talking us through that especially that last question um, you know, this episode was about censorship and navigating social media. Um, and one last thing I just want to say, um, which is my personal opinion on the matter, is that this crypto space is supposed to be about, you know, everyone having a voice and everyone kind of taking control of their finances, their life, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So I, I want to say a big, like, f almost fuck you to anyone who's reporting people um, in the crypto Twitter scene. Uh, we all we all need a voice, and right now we're stuck with this, I guess, centralized platform, which is Twitter. Um, and I hate the fact that you're other people on the side are trying to take away uh, the voice of you know someone who's a little bit more outspoken, like yourself, or someone who's yeah. standing up against someone who's scamming, uh, like Alex was. So, I well, you, and see, like a lot of a lot of the time. Sorry, just one more point here. No, a yeah, I want to say if you have any closing remarks or thoughts or anything like that, love to hear them. Like, and I hate to say, I hate to sound like, oh, it's all a master plan. But like, in a way, like, I, I sometimes, you know, I sometimes I tweet the way I do to uh, prove a point. Um, I don't like a lot of the things I tweet that are awful or jokes or whatever, but I tweet them um, to show sort of or to prove that, there, you know, the censorship is happening. You know what I mean? That like, we're not allowed to say what we want. Um and then, and then, but more so to point out that there's a lot of hypocrites in this space. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who are like to act like they're clamoring for censorship-free money, um, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, like, if if you're gonna get mad at me uh, for saying the n-word on Twitter or whatever, like, you're probably gonna be very upset if Bitcoin's a global currency and people can donate to say you know, some terrible neo-Nazi organization and there's nothing a government can do to stop that because, uh, you know, Bitcoin is censorship resistant. So, like, some a lot of the time I'll say the things I say just to point out that, you know, a lot of these people don't 
necessarily get the ideology behind Bitcoin and its full implications. Yeah, I, I, th- that's a whole nother can of worms we can get into. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think we're just. I'm. I want to leave it at that. I again, sure. really, I really appreciate you coming on. We've been on for about thirty minutes now, which is kind of right around the time I like to keep it at. So great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, man. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode. And I just want to take a quick second to ask you a huge favor. If you found anything in the episode helpful or it's been inspiring to you in any way, I just ask that you share it with your friends, family, anyone you know on social media, um, and hopefully we can help them out as well. Have a good one.